Morning, everyone. Friday. How good's Friday? February 10, the Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio. Very good morning to you wherever and however you are listening. And, uh, gee, what about the rain bomb that uh, landed around Sydney town yesterday? Thoughts to people affected. Uh, that vision of a car at Stanmore Park, south of Sydney, just being washed sort of uh, towards the ocean. Uh, it's almost like 2022 all over again. So thoughts to those who've... Uh, endured some uh, trauma in that regard in the last 24 hours. Uh, Now, on the sporting front, just an astonishing first day for so many reasons over there in Nagpur. Uh, We'll get into it shortly. Australia rolled for 177 after winning the toss and electing to bat. India won for 77 at Stumps. First trial in the preseason challenge, the Warriors 48 to 12 over the West Tigers there at Mount Smart Stadium last night. Uh, in the NBL last night, Perth, they booked an elimination match Sunday in Cairns, and the winner of that match will play the Sydney Kings in the best of three semi final series. So the Wildcats, who snuck into the finals, beat South East Melbourne 106 99, and the Tassie Jack Jumpers, they upset Cairns 87 79. So it'll be Tassie and New Zealand in the best of three semi finals. What a weekend ahead, though, uh, with the footy back with the preseason trials we've got on Sunday. UFC 284 in Perth. Alex Volkanovsky and Islam Makachev. Massive, massive day over there in the West. And, of course, the rest of the cricketer play out. <laughs> Pup, oh. good morning. Uh, mo- I won't say good morning. I'll say morning, boys. Morning to our listeners. Not, um, Where do we start? Not the best of starts. Now, I think we all have to be a little gentle because it's day one of the test series, I don't let think, alone the test match. I don't think a lot of people are going to be that gentle. No, I don't think they are. Look, the one thing I'm critical of is the selection. I, I, I'm, I've thought about it all afternoon, all night. I'm still thinking about this morning, and I can't get my head around why the selectors, Pat Cummins, Andrew McDonald, I don't even know who the selectors are, why they went Travis Head... Uh, why they dropped Travis Head and picked Matt Renshaw. I can understand them going Peter Hanscom at number six in front of Renshaw, being a right-hander. Um, um, Hanscom was the leading run scorer this year in Shield cricket, or is at the moment. Um, play spin pretty well. So I can understand that selection at number six. I can't understand how Travis Head, who is currently the fourth best batter in the world on the ICC rankings. In the best form of his life in test it, cricket. Coming off form, it, it, it's probably, the even if, he's, even if he doesn't play spin that well, he's going to be at his best now because he's full of confidence, fourth best in the world, coming off runs. I, I, I can't comprehend. I can't comprehend how they go. Renshaw, who has played, I'm still unsure, is Renshaw opening the batting? Where's he, where's he batted well, for Queensland this year? Uh, he has been batting down number the order four. A bit, I think. Yeah, I have to well, check. I, that. I thought he was batting. I thought he opened. He went to number four, and then he went back to opening because he worked out that's his spot, which I think is his spot. You might be right. I, I, I don't know what, how they can. And the other thing, Travis had bowls. He bowls right arm off spin. He, he's he's bowling in India will be very very handy. So I'm so confused and bewildered by that decision. To, to put him, to, to pick Renshaw in the middle order instead of the guy who is the fourth best player. And the other thing, if you're going to do that with Travis Head, if you're actually not going to pick him for the first test match when he's the fourth best batter in the world, what is he doing on the tour? 
Yeah, a lot of questions, that's for sure. You're right, Renshaw, I'm just seeing a Shield game early December and Renshaw was opening for Queensland. In so Australian conditions. Yeah. Like, can you imagine batting at number five in Indian conditions? You cannot compare. That's, that's, that's speaking French compared to speaking English. You cannot compare that. You know, well done to Todd Murphy as well. Get, makes his debut, got his family there, gets the first wicket. Really happy for him. But again... I'm going to go with what I said before a ball was bowled in this test match. I think Ashton Agar was the play here. I think Ravi Jadeja just picked up Pfeiffer. Two right-handed batters. You know, got right-handers out, got left-handers out. I just think, I just think spinning the ball away, I thought, I thought Agar would have been the, the right guy. And, man, with only four bowlers, two quicks, two spinners, I, I, even that, like Travis said, all-rounder is a no-brainer for me. That's me being not too critical. Loz, morning. <laughs> Very good morning. Uh, morning, boys. Yeah, I can't understand why Travis Head wasn't picked in that selection. I think the best point you made out of that, Pup, was why take him? If you're not going to pick him, you know you're going into those conditions. You know you're not going to get a, a seeming type wicket. You're going to get a wicket that just spins. And if you haven't got faith in him before the first test, uh, don't pick him at all. That's the time to pick him. Show a bit of faith in him and see what he can deliver. 100%. The other thing that stood out to me, and you've been banging on about this all the time, they looked in need of playing on a track that spun. And they haven't had that in the lead-up. They've been over there practising. And I think that, you know, whether it was two or a three-day game, they needed something. And the wicket over there, yes, it mightn't have been what they turned up with yesterday, but it would have been better to play than practice here on a pitch at North Sydney that was doctored to be a spinning pitch. And it would have been better off batting in the nets for an extra week in India you know? than batting in Australia. So, you, you know, the, the, the other thing you see, like already, and, and again, it's only one day. Things If Australia go bang, bang here, you, you just never know. They could The same thing, the ball's spinning enough. There's enough natural variation. They could bowl India out for similar numbers. So And then game on. They get the best, you know, they bat third, which is better than batting last. So uh, this is not about winning or losing. This is just about what I've seen already. The gap as well between, this is why I think you need time in a country like India. Not so much the players that made no runs. That's going to happen in these conditions. You're going to miss out. You're going to get a good one early. One's going to stay low. One's going to... I'm not concerned about that part. I'm concerned about the blokes that got in. Four blokes made 30 plus or 25 plus. The difference already in this test match is Rohit Sharma. He's now 50, not out. Mm. One of our blokes that got in, that got to 25 or got to 30, needs to be that man to go on and make 50, 80, 100, 150, double 100, whatever it is. Because in India, that's the time. that you, The most pressure is on you if you get in. Because you know how hard it is to start your innings. The only way... The only way you get that in your system to practice that is to do it in a game. They all have their own plans. You saw Alex Carey. Looks like he's going to sweep, reverse sweep. Steve Smith, he's going to use his feet, come down the wicket, hit with the spin. But to do it for long periods of time, you need to practice it. At the moment, they've got a plan that's working at the start, but it runs out of gas because they haven't trained it. They haven't practiced it. You know, so already, Rohit Sharma. I'm telling you the other one. Watch this space. Watch Ravi Ashwin bat. I watched him for five balls last night defend our spinners. If we bat like that, we can win this series. He gets close to the ball or he gets as far away from the ball as possible. At the moment, we're in between. Mm -hmm. 
So in Australia, because it doesn't spin so sharply, you can be back off the ball a little bit and get away with it. If it does move, you edge it. In India, you need to you need to try and hit the ball on the full if you can. Mm. If you can get down the wicket, get it on the full. If you can't get it on the full, then plan B is get it on the half volley. We're still short of half volley. We're we're more you know, there's there's another half a foot in between half volley and where we're hitting the ball, which allows that ball to spin so much more. Same as when you're playing back. At the moment, we're playing back from the crease line. You've got to play back. Get on your stumps. Right. So that allows the ball to finish its spin, and then you can hit the ball. At the moment, we're sort of in between. Like, even Labuschagne played beautifully. But you look at the ball that got him out. He's gone for the big cover drive, which the ball looks like it's there. In Australia, it is. In India, you've got to be half a foot closer to that ball to play that big cover drive. So even our tactics around preparation, to me, I'm already seeing it in one innings. And then our tactics in the field, mate, what's happened? We've got long on. We only made 177. Our spinners, the ball's ragging square, and we've got long on. What? Yeah, wow. We'll break it down through the morning uh, and uh, keep the texts coming in. I'll get to them. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Uh I switched over and saw a bit of the footy last night. Lost 48 to 12. The Warriors over the Tigers. One of the first things I, I saw when I flicked over was Marcelo Montoya running straight over. Cha- poor old Charlie Staines there. Uh, at the back for for the Tigers. But uh, Andrew Wentz would be pretty happy with what he saw from his side. And, and you know, people, I saw on social media, people already getting stuck into the Tigers. I mean, that side will look absolutely nothing like what they wheel out in round uh, one. I think I've said it for a Calm long down. period of time. Uh, <laughs> I don't read a lot into trials. Yes, you want to play well. You want to get your system with attack in place. Um, and you want to make sure that you're defending okay. But the West Tigers yesterday, they threw out a number of guys that played SG ball, jersey flag last year. And there's a lot of those players won't play any first grade this season. They're missing basically their forward pack. They're missing their halves. Hang on a sec. I've got to stop you for a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. But Australian women's cricket team losing to Ireland in a troll game yesterday mm-hmm. is World War Five. It's lost. But they Tigers? Lost. <laughs> yeah. Mate, Tigers were horrible. Yeah, they, yeah, they Last lost. Last night was a bad night and they for lost. me, Loz. It was a bad night. I didn't say they were horrible. <laughs> what I'm saying is they lost and... They oh. that team there last night. I don't read a lot into trials. I'm not. I'm not big. Do, on it. Does that give you a little look though of our plan B this season if we do have some injuries? Though is that what a concern is, or still not necessarily? I think a lot of teams have concern about depth. Yeah. One thing I look at with new coaches is their style of play, and I thought both teams were different from last, last year. year. Yeah. Okay. I, I, what, what do you can I, again? I didn't I, watch much. Well, of, I you, could see the influence of Andrew Webster at uh, the, the Warriors because yeah. they played a similar sort of brand to um, the Warriors, uh, not the Warriors, the, the Panthers. You know, coming out of trouble, they yeah, really okay. didn't look to move the ball. It was all about just getting forward and getting their young fullback to carry the ball late in the tackle count. Um, you know, you see Dylan Edwards do that a lot. And, and one of the reasons he, you get your fullback to, to carry the ball late in the tackle count is because that's an indicator to kick because you get an extra player then in your defensive system to chase. 
So if you've got a back rower or a front rower taking the yeah, ball okay. up on tackle he's four on or five and then you kick, he's out of the chase yeah, line. Okay. So if you've got your fullback carrying it and then you kick off the back of that, you've rested your tights so Got you it. get an extra number down there. So that was interesting just to see the fullback mm. take those late carries in the tackle count. So similar to what Dylan Edwards does. Um, okay. Then you look at the West Tigers. They were um, – well, it's hard, hard to sort of get a read on them because I thought they got better a little bit as the game went on. Mm. They had a more experienced team, the Warriors. So they started mm. well. And I think they were just off the pace, the Tigers, Tigers young yeah. blokes. But then in their second stint, I thought they became a lot better. They got over the advantage line. They started passing the ball. Um, you could see Tim Sheens wants to move the ball around. They're not going to be one out in the forwards. They're going yeah. to do little tip Is on players. Is that what Tim's like as a yes. coach? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I could see that trying to develop, and that could take a bit of time, and especially with these young blokes. Mm. And then they got a little bit lazy because they played extra minutes, and um, the Warriors had all the ball. Night, you know, had all so yeah, yeah, but that's what I know. I asked Lord's first thing when I got yeah. in this morning, and he said the same thing. He said, "Just take a breath. It's a trial game. You played a lot of youngsters, um, but you do naturally because I think a lot of Tigers fans, particularly, are like, well." We want to be 100% ready for game one. Like, we can't afford warm-ups. Mm. The troll games, as a fan, I think these troll games become more important for a team like the Tigers. But, as Loz said, mate, yeah. it's, your, it's your first hit out as well. Yeah. You I throw Clemmer so, in, you throw Papali yeah. in, yeah. you throw Bateman in, uh, Alex Twal in. Yeah, completely Tocamano, different. Tocamano, it yeah. was good yeah. last night in his second stint. Throw Coruscant in, you throw Dewey and, and Brooks and a number of other players in. Um I I, th- I think they'll be okay. I, I don't think you'll play finals footy. Yeah, but I think you'll be winning games. Yeah, okay. Yeah, games I, I just remember in relation to Charles. I think it was the Charity Shield about two years ago. The Dragons looked dreadful, and they came out one, four, yeah. three of their first four. Yeah, we got, four you just got to be careful five. with 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 trials. Honestly, it is. Yeah, it, it'll be sweet. Tigers fans, don't panic. Cool, you Jets. So, back pages of the papers. Lefty out. India gets a head start as Aussies take a turn for worse. Back page of the telly. The Australian Murphy rises to challenge after the Aussies crumble. Now, just on the text line here as well, we want to tackle this one. Uh, where did it go? Morning, boys. Did anyone uh, catch the Indian cricketer with the ball, says Stephen at Wagga, and uses the word cheating, Stephen at Wagga. But... And I was sent this last night as well going, here's a bit of, uh, you know, something for you guys to talk about tomorrow. I missed it at the time. But, uh, Clark, you've got a bit of a theory on yeah, this. So, so there was, yeah. yeah, this vision's been going around. So okay. Jadeja has gone to, what, his mid-off, which is, I think it's Siraj. It's, yeah, it is Siraj, the opening bowler. So what, what he's, this is only Jadeja's second game back. Okay. Right? So when you bowl a lot of spinners, you, you cut, it cuts your finger. You yeah. get a cut on the inside of your finger from where the board's rubbing, 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 rubbing. So that's his left index finger. That's exactly right. Yeah. So what he's what what I'm looking at here on the screen, he's gone to his fast bowler who's got he must have got Vaseline from the from the bench, from the twelfth man, when he was fielding at fine leg the over before or something. Right. It looks like he take I'm I'm assuming it's Vaseline. It's something for his skin. He takes it off the top of his hand, puts it into his right hand. You can see him rub it into his finger. Rub it into his right hand, and then he puts it on that index finger. Finger. Yeah, okay. But like I say, because it's only his second game back, he's played one first-class game, got six wickets, I think, and now this is the sixth, ga- uh, the second game. He's bowling so much, he's probably he's probably got a blister or cut that finger. 
So he's rubbing that into mm. there. So, yeah. Look, it's just with the ball right it does, there. It, it, what he should have done there is probably give the ball raised. to the umpire yeah. and stand in front of the umpire mm. while he's rubbing it on his finger. I, I don't know the rules around. I don't know if it's Vaseline. It could be Matt, It could be anything. For a blister, it could be any mm. sort of cream. But I, I, okay. don't th- I don't look at that and go, come on, let's make a... It's not a thing it's not a to me. Gag. He's not rubbing it on the ball. He's not... It's not premeditated. This is from one left arm spinner yeah. to another, by the way. Well, I know because I didn't bowl much. Yeah. So if I did, if I bowled twelve overs in a game, mate, my index finger, mm. it was like you got two massive big blisters on your finger. So for the next week, I wouldn't be able to bowl in the nets. I'd be like, mate, or you have to hold the ball differently. So like I say, it's only his second game back. He's bowled a lot in his first class game because he got six wickets. Yeah. He's probably bowled a lot in the nets in preparation. So all that is, like I say, he's, he's rubbing some sort of cream onto the finger. You know, yeah. so after hearing that, that yeah. looks very plausible. Yeah, because I, yeah, because you know, when I first saw the vision, I was like, "What the hell yeah. is that?" I ju- I just wish he didn't have the ball in his hand because yeah. for the perception, if he chucks the ball to the umpire and does that, mm. there, I don't think there's any comment made about it. So I don't, I don't, I don't think there's anything to it. I could be a hundred percent wrong as well, but I'm just going on what I'm looking at. That's my opinion. Looking at that vision, uh, plenty of texts on that already. Good on you, Tyler from Gregory Hills, and also. Uh, Bart's sending, uh, wanting an explanation on what that was last night. But uh, just on, and again, the back page of the telly, lefty out, the Travis hit. I reckon this is one of the biggest selection stuff-ups from the Australian team in recent memory. Can any cricket nuffies out there, can they think of a worse selection stuff-up in recent times? Problem what is about it's, anyone it's exactly who's linked to South said, Australia? Exactly you should, what? should have seen the blow-ups, pup. Yeah, fair enough. Oh. Matt, if Steve Waugh is making a comment about it, Steve there, Waugh. there's an issue, let me tell you. Steve Waugh never comments about this stuff. It's exact, In my opinion, it's exactly what England did, the recent Ashes series here, by leaving Anderson and brought out of the first test at the Gabba. Mm. I think they made a massive mistake there, and it cost them the series. I, th- th- Travis said he's the fourth best batsman in the world on the ICC rankings. Matt Renshaw is not on the... No disrespect to Matt Renshaw. Love him. Hope mm. he plays 20 years for Australia. But he's not playing... He shouldn't be playing this test match, in my opinion, over Travis Head. Yeah. So Steve Waugh put on uh, Instagram a picture of Travis Head raising the bat and said, hard to believe we can drop the number four ranked test batsman in the world and probably our best batsman in the last 12 months. Plus, he bowls better than average offspin. Mate, his bowling's massive for us. And he goes, let's wait and see. Maybe the Aussie selectors are geniuses. Hashtag gamble. Hashtag overanalyzing. Hashtag wait and see. This screams yeah. of one of the great overthinks of all time. Yeah. And you don't want to look at the result. That's what I'm saying with this selection. Forget the result. It's nothing to do with Matt Renshaw making no yeah. runs. He could come out in the second D, get 100 winners the game. I hope that's the case. I, I just, it's very, very, if I'm putting myself in Travis Head's position, how am I taking this? Mm. Hang on a second. You've got doubt against me about facing spin. Rightio, give me a crack, number one. Number two, I've been one of Australia's best batsmen in the last 12 months. Number three, I'm currently ranked fourth in the world. Number four, my off-spinners could win us the game as well. You've dropped me, you've, you've dropped me for a kid that's opening the batting in Sheffield Shield cricket. He hasn't, had any more, he hasn't scored any more runs in India than Travis Head. And again, I say, I love Matt Renshaw. I think he's a future player for Australia. Probably at the top of the order, though. But I just can't justify that selection in the first test match of a series with what Travis Head offers. If you feel that way, selectors, Pat Cummins, Andrew McDonald, 
why did you take Travis Head on the tour? So now you can't drop Renshaw. You've got to give him three tests. Wow. What's Travis Head doing there? They got spooked by the pitch, didn't they, Loss? Absolutely oh, spooked. They did. Most definitely. I mean, I, I cannot argue with what Pup is saying, and I totally agree with him 100%. Regardless of whether, you know, Head... Uh, Redshaw makes runs or not. That's not the point. No, that's not the point at all. I hope he does. You've got this, you've got this guy that's been outstanding here in Australia. That's fine. You take him on a tour. You play him. You give him an opportunity to see where his game's improved. And then you make the call after test one or test two whether you're going to keep him. I looked at some of the other batsmen last night and their records in the subcontinent, and in particular in India, are not great. Davey Warner being one. Mm. So if you're making a horses for courses selection. Well, how do you pick David Warner for the Ashes? Well, how does David point. Warner face a ball in the Ashes so, so series? That's what that's I mean. So they've overanalyzed it. They've overthought oh. it. And again, I'm hoping that, that Australia can bowl them out for a reasonable score today. But they don't want to be chasing over 100 runs. Because if they do, I don't think they'll be batting again. 13-53-53 is the open line number. Some of your texts. Poor batting, dreadful, not good enough. We had bad preparation against the meek Windies in South Africa who applied no pressure all summer, says Polar from Balgala. By the way, if uh, you are just waking up, missed last night Australia. After winning the toss and batting in Nagpur, rolled for 177. And, uh, well, they had four batsmen that made starts. Labashane, 49. Smith, 37. And Peter Hanscom, 31. Alex Carey, 36. Not much from anyone else. Ravi Jadeja, 5 for 47. Ravi Ashwin, 3 for 42. In response, India at stumps, 1 for 77. With Rohit Sharma, the captain, not out on 56. And just before stumps, uh, Todd Murphy on debut. The 22-year-old Victorian off-spinner, Court and bowl, KL Rahul, his first test wicket, Rahul out for 20. So India trailing by 100 on the first dig with nine wickets in hand, heading into day two this afternoon. Um, what else have we got here? My thoughts, next test, Warner is dropped and Renshaw will open. That's why they picked him. Cheers, Kyama Jake with a bit of a theory there. Uh, Marcus Harris was the backup batter all summer, then got dropped for Renshaw. Harris made another Shield 100 yesterday. Why was he dropped from the squad, says Steve. Uh, morning, boys. No way Warner can go to England. Nothing more than a flat track bully and has already been proven. Drop Warner for Renshaw. Bring back Travis Head. No name to that one. Maybe we look vulnerable in India because we haven't really had much opposition in our summer and finally faced a good test team. Scott, Scott from Wenty uh, sending that one through. Uh, I love this. They should be too. (laughs) Yeah, life imitating the Simpsons. Monty Burns putting Homer ahead of Daryl Strawberry, says Roger. Uh, Yeah, great episode, that one. Uh, What else have we got here? It just doesn't make sense, though. Like, as you said, with Peter Hanscom, you can make a case for Peter Hanscom every day of the week. Yeah. Whether you agree with it or not. You just just go, well, that's what we're doing with Kevin Green. I couldn't make a a case for Peter Hanscom being selected over Travis Head. Well, there you go. I couldn't do... I can make... I can make... Renshaw versus versus Hanscom versus Cameron Green for number six. Any one of those three, I could justify Travis Head is our number five. No, no, there's not even a conversation about Travis Head because you're picking him on the tour for starters. Yep. And his bowling is that important to our our, our, our we've only got four bowlers. Travis mm. Head's bowling would have been massive. So it runs first. He's picked as a batsman first, but he's bowling like Matt Renshaw doesn't even bowl. 
Oh, he does, but not like Travis Head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just can't believe they just took him on the tour and didn't play. I, I'm thinking if you've got Travis Head in your team, who's ranked the fourth best batsman in the world and just had an amazing summer. Yes, they're different pitches, but you give him first opportunity, surely. Every day of the week. Surely. Yeah, I, I, he mightn't have scored 100, but you give him an opportunity. But even if you got a golden duck like Renshaw yeah. did, yeah. it's still you start the series with what you know, for sure. But this is my point now. What, you, you might as well put Travis on a plane. How does mm. Travis Head get back into the team now? He'll be in the second test team. But who, for who? Renshaw. Renshaw. They will look ridiculous. Got it, got it conceded. You got it wrong. They sometimes. will look They rid- will. They're gonna get- Matt Renshaw hasn't been a part of the Australian. He wasn't even the spare batsman in the summer. Harris was. So they've ju- he's jumped Harris. Mm. He's now jumped the number four test batsman in the world. What, you're going to give him one test and then drop him? Yep. Well, he what, played what, the last test in Sydney, so you could argue. Mate, what if, he goes, what if he makes 60 plus in the second inning? Yeah, good point. Like, this is, this is what. Yeah, they haven't thought about this. Oh. You had to start with Travis Head. You had to give the number fourth, number four mm. <laughs> test batsman in the world first opportunity. Mm. The other thing that um, I looked at last night, and you touched on it a little bit before six o'clock, we like th- four of those batsmen. They they looked decent. They yeah, looked they played like well. they were in control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. had their own plan. And, and, and yeah. when Smith and Labuschagne in particular were together, those two looked awesome. You, you thought, oh, well, hang on, yeah. we can get over 250, yeah. 300 here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought, I thought any, anything over 240 in our first innings, mm. I thought if you can get over 240, I'm taking that. But all the, what it needed was one of those blokes that got to, to go 30, on. even if they could get to 80 or get to 100, one yeah. bloke gets to 100. Like it's, they're that type of conditions. They're very hard to start. Mm. And there was enough natural variation on day one to, to make it really hard. Yeah. Um, Smitty and Labuschagne both looked very, very good. I thought they played beautifully. And to be honest, they both got pretty good balls. Like Labuschagne's ball spun from very full. Yeah, um, yeah. ideally would have liked to stay in his crease, but it was good piece of bowling from Jadeja. And then to get Steve Smith out, that was class bowling. The a couple of balls before spun big away. So Smitty played for the spin. And then that one, no, no different in how Jadeja bowled it. Natural variation. It just, sk- just skidded yeah. straight on. So class bowling and that's, that's conditioned to play a big part for that. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I thought, and even Alex Carey, he had a plan. I know the sweeps, the reverse sweeps, there's risk with that. But he had a plan. He was aggressive. Um, and I thought Peter Hanscom played pretty well mm. as well. Like he, uh, him getting out at the end there, he's batting with a tail. So yeah. he was trying to keep strike. He was looking to do, you know, more play a sweep shot, which wasn't there to yeah. sweep. But I think, I thought those four blokes looked comfortable. Yeah. No, I, I, comfortable. I, I thought they did too. I, I thought, oh, just need one of on them here. to go we'll, on. Yeah, we'll, we'll put a decent score yeah. on. Because they were talking about it in the commentary about anything over 200, maybe 220 was mm. going to be a really good score. Remember, that's and the best time to bat. bat we yes. just got the best of conditions. Yeah. So this is what's going to, this is what makes it even more difficult. If India get any more than a 50 run lead, I think it's going to be tough for us in the second innings to, to set a total to, for, to bowl India out. Yeah. But it's going to take, yeah, it's, that, that's the part. It takes every single one of the batsmen to just find a way. You just, just whatever, find a way. And that's what I'm saying. Even if it is sweep shot, reverse sweep, down the pitch, yep. play back, whatever it is, everyone have a plan and under pressure, you just got to back that.
In live betting, by the way, we tab India into a dollar ten, Australia eight dollars fifty. The draw twenty one dollars with tab for the live market at the moment for the cricket. But let's cheer ourselves up with Loz's multi. What have you got for well, us? This is Loz? the second one for the year, Mitter, because last weekend everyone was refunded. We had a runner that didn't uh, start, so this is our second one of the year. So and the other runner flopped, so that saved us. We don't mention that. No, sorry, yeah. And I I'll saved go. you yesterday too, by the way. In what regard? Were you going to bet on the Tigers yeah, in the I trial got, match? Don't worry, a few people. <laughs> <laughs> and what did I say? What did I say to you? And I didn't open my wallet either in the end. Thank you. Thank you. So oh, I saved you. Oh, I, oh, I got no, sledged no, on no. social to a couple of people. Oh, decided. I can understand why. <laughs> Your first bet of the year, you're going to bet on the Tigers now, especially in now. a trial match. You did save me. Thanks, mate. Wow. Appreciate it. Wow. Righty out. This is the BSB multi tomorrow. We are going interstate first up. We're going race four, number one, Charmstone to run top two. Sandown tomorrow. Yep. Oh, this, well, this horse, Mick Price, I heard, I think it was on Dave's show yesterday. Dave asked him, is this close to the best two-year-old you had? And he said, I think so. Big call from mm. Mick. A mate of mine uh, is in the ownership group. Yeah. And he'd be listening this morning. Heath, I'm sorry, mate, about putting it in the multi. <laughs> Fingers crossed. No, I think oh, I remember her victory uh, down the straight of Flemington, wasn't it? Yes, Melbourne Cup day. Yes, and she was very, very good. Um, and then we're going to Ramwick Race Ten, Number Four, Waterford to win. And if you'd like to be a part of that multi, that's paying six dollars. Well, you got good horses there. That's what I want. Good horses. With. Two good horses, not like. Two hopeful horses. No. They're, they're good animals. So $6, tab app, tab website. Click on sport and today's offers. And there it'll be. The big sports breakfast best. Charmstone, top two at Sandown. Waterford to win at Ramwick. Cha-ching, hopefully. Uh, and I'm sure the system will go through its reboot shortly. So if you if you can't get on, you know, in the next 15 minutes or so, just keep trying after that it will be back that market but uh, i can see it there on the website at the moment open and i think on the app as well but we'll just take a quick break give us a call 13 53 the big sports breakfast lunch friday february 24 two weeks today you got to get your tickets for the wink stand royal ramwick the location racing and sporting royalty will be there awesome afternoon your tickets are available at australianturfclub.com.au get your tables sorted for what will be an awesome day. AustralianTurfClub.com.au uh, might uh, have Travis get, Travis Head as a special guest by then. He might not have much to do. Oh, that's, that, that is harsh. Ouch. No, he'll be, I bet he's in the second test side. Uh, just on uh, last night's game uh, between the Warriors and the Tigers, a couple of texts here on that as well. The Warriors 48, the Tigers 12. Uh, morning, lads. Big Warriors supporters here. And after last night's performance, I'm just wondering when the 2024 World Club Challenge tickets will be available. Jacob the Pie Man from Warhope. Uh, love the optimism there, Jacob. Uh, now, this one. Morning, boys. Is there ever any thought into playing near full-strength sides in the trials? As a long-suffering Tigers fan, we need hope. Tigers need to build confidence for themselves and the fans. Getting pumped in a trial using reserve graders and kids doesn't seem to serve any purpose. Tigers need to go hard from the get-go. Cheers, Smitty. Oh, Smitty, uh, you could argue that point, but you could also argue the other way that the Tigers need their best players on the field in round one when it matters. And someone texted in this morning about 
uh, trial matches. And I think last year, Parramatta defeated Penrith 36-0 in a trial match last year. And Penrith went on to win back-to-back premierships. So they, went, they won their second premiership. So, again, I don't read too much into it. I can understand your frustration being a Tiger supporter. You want to see them win and improve. But I, I, I'd like to have a bet with you. They will improve this year. They'll win more games this year than what they did last year because their roster is going to be better. And, Tim, you know, people can question, Mark, whether it was the right decision or wrong decision whether to give Tim Sheens the job. One thing I know about him, he's very smart, very cagey. It's his life, rugby league. He'll improve this team tenfold. Mm-hmm. And the players that they've recruited are very, very good players. They only need 40 minutes in a trial match. If they come through unscathed, the Tigers will have a better season this year if they keep the players on the paddock. Some of those young guys last night, even though they got beaten, there's a lot to like. The back rower in particular, uh, oh, Polo. Yes, yeah, Fanua Polo. Fanua Polo. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's going to be a very good player. And if that's Stefano or Toikamano, yes, he can stay on the park, yeah. he is going to be a gun. Yeah. Yeah, no, they've got some. They've got some really good players. As has the Warriors too, by the way. I thought Young Metcalf was good. Oh, he was very um, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, he's got a job on his hands to get into that starting mm. side. He'll, he'll be in the seventeen, no oh, doubt. But pressure's on Sean Johnson, Moss. Oh yeah, I see. I, it is on Sean Johnson. Yeah, I, I could see him missing a spot because Tamare Martin was very good. But again, as I said about the Tigers getting smashed, also with the Warriors, you're gonna go. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Jets a bit too. What were they playing against? Let's see them against tougher opposition next week because we'll get a better indication next week because teams will roll out their big name players. All right, we're going to continue our previews for the season and look at the Dragons for season 2023. And uh, they're coming off a 12 win, 12 loss season and they finished 10th on the ladder in 2022. They've gained. Well, Ben Murdoch Masilla from the Warriors and also Jacob Little and Zane Musgrove from the West's Tigers. They've lost Tarek Sims to Melbourne, Josh Maguire over to the Super League and Warrington. Jack Kosevsky's gone to the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, Pawasa Farmasili to the Dolphins and uh, well, Andrew McCulloch and George Burgess have called it a day. Uh, in premiership betting with Tab, they're 40-1 to 1 to win the grand final this year. Uh, for them to make the top eight, you can get $4. And in the most losses market, they're $8. And on the f- sixth line of betting in that market. So the Dragons loss. And uh, I see also this week, uh, they tried to sign Brody Croft. After, of course, Junior Ramon was stood down. Jaden Sullivan's mm. been battling a hamstring injury. But uh, Brody Croft's gone and signed a massive extension there at Salford. Um how do you see this playing out for the Dragons? Because they've had a few setbacks in the preseason. Mm. Face value, I, I think they go backwards. That, when I look at their squad, I look at their team, straight away you think go backwards from 10th last year. I hope that's not the case because I, I, I like the Dragons um, and, and I want to see them do well because I think that um, with a brand like them, they need to be strong. Um, where they need to improve, they've got to get so much more out of these young guys. That's, that's where the improvement has to come. And if it doesn't come, I think they struggle. So Tyrell Sloan, uh, Bud Sullivan, Jaden Sullivan. Um, you know, Zach Lomax has got to be more consistent with his football. You, c- you can't have him having one good game and then being off for one or two games. 
Um, oh, they've had a few disruptions in the off-season, losing Amon, the starting number six. We don't know how long he'll be out. God forbid anything happening to Ben Hunt. Oh, well, we talked Turbo and Manly. Imagine they lost oh, Ben Hunt. Geez, uh, you know, they he's would been be a in all sorts. He's been a standout for them, and he's carried this footy team. So he needs a bit more help around him. Look, they've got a experienced forward pack. Um, and, you know, but, but it lacks a bit of speed. Um, I, I just don't know how they make the top eight. I don't know whether, and I, I, I think they go backwards. I, I, I just don't see the depth there. The only thing for mine when I look at this squad, the improvement comes. The improvement comes if all those young blokes kick. But how many of them will play, you know, to the level that we're expecting them to play at? You know, like Tyrell Sloan, got plenty of talent, plenty of talent, and he's trained well in the off-season. If he can play to his potential, they've got a 10-year player there Mm. in Tyrell. Uh, Same with Sullivan. Uh, Lomax, we know what he can do, but it hasn't been consistent enough. Um, But I, I fear for the Dragons if they get injuries. Because I don't know whether they've got the depth of some of the other teams. And, you know, obviously it's a long-term issue for Cody Ramsey. We wish him well, but, you know, they've Cody lost Ramsey's him. Jack one. Bird's just gone in and had a clean-up yeah. of his knee as well. I mean, it's just the omens don't look good for the Dragons heading into the season. And that means, well, could be grim for yeah. the coach. Yeah, well, we, we, yeah, we don't know. But all the vibe coming out of the Dragons is they're all on the same page and they're all together and they've worked extremely hard. Um but we've heard that from every team in the competition at this stage. It's about when they get out there under pressure, um, what their style of footy is like. Are they mentally strong enough to go with teams when they're grinding away? You know, will their defence imp- improve? You know, where, where are their points going to come from? Um, these are the question marks that I have around the Dragons. And, yeah, I, you know, this, it, there looks to be a same old sameness about them. Mm. But... If, if if your fullback improves, the centres improve in terms of Lomax and Hunt and Sullivan can combine, they may have a bit of strike there. But it's a it's a big question mark over the Dragons. Saw so also yeah. that they're one of the clubs trying to have a crack, as I'm sure many are at Jeremiah and Nenai. They need someone like that because when you look at that team, Lord, it's like no one really excites you that much. Well, the, the, there's, one, there's one guy that can and he needs to improve out of sight. But that only because it'll take him time to to develop. Is Tyrell slow? He's got as much skill as as most others in the comp. Um, but defensively, he was found out a little bit last year. But I'm hoping that he's got a you know he's he's a bit thicker uh, this year uh, with his body. Um, he said he's worked really hard. Gets used to um, using his vocal cords because as a fullback, you need to be able to talk. Uh, you've got to be able to organise defensive systems. You've got to help out your halves. You've got to be scanning the field where um, you know you you are needed and 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 what plays that you know the opposition are doing with their defensive system and how you're going to counteract that. Um, so they they need him to play well. That's the X factor for me. Um, but I just yeah, I, I, they need help.
I think they need help, the Dragons. Uh, well done to 25-year-old West Australian Jack Robinson, who won at Pipeline in Hawaii yesterday in the surfing. That was the fourth win of his career, so he's the new world number one early in the season. Uh, Aussie Tyler Wright just lost her final to five-time world champ Carissa Moore. Uh, now, we saw, and we've got Brad Rosen coming up shortly, last night in the NBL, the final started, and the Perth Wildcats, who snuck into the playoffs... Well, they've now booked themselves an elimination match on Sunday in Cairns to see who plays the Sydney Kings in the semifinals after they beat South East Melbourne 106-99 last night. Uh, Clarkie's mob, the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers, upset the Taipans 87-79. to So the Jack Jumpers will play New Zealand, the Breakers, in the best of three semifinal series as well. Uh, gee, I'll tell you what. The NBA was blown up all in the last couple of days, particularly the Western Conference. And I don't know what Ben Simmons and also Paddy Mills are thinking over there in Brooklyn because they've now got no stars around them. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets completely blown up in the trade period. So Kyrie Irving the other day went to Dallas and played for the Mavericks yesterday as they beat the LA Clippers. But Kevin Durant has gone to Phoenix as well. So what was a super team is now nothing. Uh, and Russell Westbrook, he's gone from the Lakers to Utah as well. So uh, huge uh, ramifications from those trades. We'll speak to Brad Rosen about that shortly. But in the cricket last night, if you're just waking up, not good. Australia won the toss, elected to bat, dropped Travis Head, rolled for 177. In response, India at stumps, won for 77. And... Uh, Todd Murphy got a debut and took the wicket, caught and bowled uh, Rahul there towards the end of the day. Plenty of text here. Clarky, I would have given Agar a go. India's top four are all right-handers. We have Lyon and Murphy turning the ball back in. India's tactics were simple. If the right-handers are on, Jadeja bowls. If we have a lefty out there, Ashwin bowls. Ronald McDonald is a little out of his depth, I think. Uh, no name to that one, but uh, you've been pumping uh, for Agar all week. Uh, Pup, and you've probably been proven correct. Well, it's Let's only, see how it's only day it unfolds. One, so yeah. one day down, uh, a lot of cricket still to play in this test match, and yeah, I'm hoping that things turn around for the Aussies, but not, not the best of days, put it that way. Um, it, it, look, that's how India used their spinners. They had two left-arm orthodox. They bowled those two in tandem to the right-handers. Um, Ashram bowled a little bit to Labuschagne and Smith when they created that partnership. But really, Ashram's job was to get the lefties, um, Jadeja and well, who's the other left-arm spinner? Patel, Aksar Patel. Uh, Aksar, Aksar Patel, yeah. Th- their job was to, to try and combat the righties by spinning it away. So, yeah, I I don't I, – I, I'm really happy for Todd Murphy. Congratulations to him getting his making his debut first. He's receiving his baggy green. Nathan Lyon presented that to him before the game and then getting his first test wicket. That's, um, that's a dream come true. So, really happy for him. He looks like he's got a beautiful action. He bowls quite fast. Um, I'd like to see him use over the wicket. A little bit more. I think at the moment, bowling around the wicket, the ball's landing in the best part of the pitch, so there's no real rough there. I think if he goes over the wicket to the right-handers, he could land the ball in a bit more of that rough and use that natural variation. But, yeah, for his first day in a, in, in a test series, you have a test match, I think he should be really proud, and I'm sure his family is. So, congrats to him. The Travis Head decision, I... Worst I selection blunder for years, Clarky. I can't get. I, it's a it's shocker. Hard, it's hard to. It's hard to try and like. I'm trying to work out. Is there any reason why you would be 
not picking Travis Head and picking Matt Renshaw. Uh, bat, bowl, leadership, field, whatever it is. Number four, test bats in the world. All those things, are, yeah, it's hard to fathom. Um, they obviously gone with the second off spinner and didn't go Agar or Swepson. So I'm sure those two blokes would be disappointed as well and be asking, you know, well, if I'm Swepson, for example, or Agar, am, am I now the fourth spinner in line? You know, how have I... Like, that's the two things. Swepson's been jumped by a young kid from Victoria making his debut. Uh, Travis Head's been jumped by Matt Renshaw, who has been opening the batting in first-class cricket and has no uh, runs on the board in regards to test match cricket in India. So, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know who the selector is on duty. I, I would imagine that Andrew McDonald... A selector on duty might be George Bailey. Um, well, he's the chairman. And, and Pat Bailey. Cummins have made this decision. Um, I hope in three days' time or four days' time that it's the right one. You know, I think I think Steve Waugh said it beautifully in his in his in his uh, social media posts when he said, "Look, the selectors might be geniuses. They might have got it absolutely right, and us judges of the game might be completely wrong. But at the moment, I just." It, it's really hard to, to try and work out why Travis Head's not playing in this first test match. Brad Rosen, good morning. Cue the Benny Hill music, boys. The NBA is in town. Oh, well, I was just looking at the NBA championship odds, and you know, let's face it, I don't think Brooklyn was ever going to win the championship, but they're now $101 with tap. Ben Simmons and come Paddy in. Mills. I would have said they were 200 at the beginning of the year, so they've come in. <laughs> but I was actually thinking with Durant and Irving, and now that they're both gone, I reckon the net result for what they could have been and what they were is one of the worst in NBA history. 100%. Yeah, that, the, the whole situation there, the trade. You've got to add Harden into that, don't forget, because that was part of the equation as well. And then they went with Ben Simmons and sat him for a while. And I mean, this thing, look, the only thing positive I can remotely bring out of this is Paddy will play, probably. You know, <laughs> he'll get a lot more minutes. Surely. And um, he'll, he'll, he'll get his numbers up. But I mean, oh, I just love the fact that, you know, they trade Kyrie. What's happening with uh, Durant? No, nah, he'll stay 24 hours later. Oh, by the way, he's gone to Phoenix. So um, just unbelievable. But what about Phoenix? They gave up nothing. They yeah. nearly asked me to go in that trade. They were giving up nothing. It was ridiculous. That That is amazing for Phoenix, what they've got now. I was about to ask you, Brad, didn't, why did the, the Nets give up Durant for nothing then? That's, you know what, Loza, it's a great question because I'm still trying to get my head around it. When you give up so much and don't get something, it's a rebuild. You know that old, yeah. let's rebuild. We've heard that name before. But I'm just thinking to myself, you haven't got enough losses this year to try and get a lottery pick. This new French guy that's going to be number one this year is going to be the man, right? He's going to be the next thing. And uh, I don't think they're going to be enough to get that lottery. So what are they doing? They've got a heap of first-round picks that they will get over the next five years. But they've basically said, we're done. We've got to retool, and we're starting from the absolute bottom. Or it was just a case where this thing is so bad, we need to do it. I'd love to know which one it is. Jeez, I'd love to be a fly in that wall. Well, this Western Conference uh, all of a sudden turned on its head. So, uh, so the Celtics are four dollars to win the title. Uh, the Bucks are five dollars fifty, along with Phoenix, Denver, who are leading the West at the moment, eight dollars. Yeah, uh, and then you got the Clippers at thirteen. But you go to Dallas at twenty one dollars. They've now yep. got Kyrie. And 
And dare I, I say, really what does looking. it mean for the Lakers now that they've got rid of Westbrook and they've got some nice pieces, but uh, how does it play out for them as well? Look, I love what the Lakers have done. I mean, we've all been saying this all year. They got rid of him. So as people call him Westbrick, um, they got rid of him, and that's fantastic. So for, for the Lakers, it's, 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 a, it's just a matter. Have they got enough? And can AD stay healthy? If they can keep him healthy, they could make a run. If they make it, they're good enough. But you're going to have to play one of those top teams because they're going to be, you know, five, six, seven, eight, whatever they're going to be. So they're going to have a Denver. They're going to have a Phoenix. They're going to have a Dallas, Boston, all the, oh, Boston's in the East, sorry. They're going to have all these teams they're going to have to face. But uh, Dallas is the most intriguing one. Because they've got Kyrie and Luca. those two are the most two dominant ball handlers in the NBA. I don't know how that goes when both need the ball in their hands. So that one I'm really interested to see. But I'll tell you what, if Durant's going to do what Durant does, he's in that like Golden State place now. You know, he's got Chris Paul, he's got Booker, he's got these players. Oh man, Phoenix are going to be tough if they gel. Buddy, let's talk GOAT. LeBron v. Jordan. Let's not. Let's talk, mate. Come on. Honestly, I'm I'm still Jordan. I'm still a Jordan man. But, mate, how good is LeBron? And I guess to pass this record, it's only going to add to the conversation, isn't it? 100%. Look, without a doubt, Michael Jordan is the greatest player to ever step on a court in this planet. And I will stand by that till the day I'm gone. But what LeBron has done, to me, and I say that he's probably the most important ever player. Yeah, okay. What that guy has done in every team he goes to is make everyone around him better. Mm. Jordan was just like a killer on the court. LeBron, I mean, to pass Kareem, it just shows. I mean, there's guys that he came in the league with, you know, Camelo Anthony, Dwayne Ray. These guys, I don't want to, I don't want to sound bad for them, but they're long gone. He is still at the top of his game. He had 38 points at 38 years of age. I mean, the guy is a freak. And he's saying, no, I've got a few more years left in me. So without a doubt, it is in the conversation. He's unbelievable. And to pass Kareem, I don't know if this will ever, ever get done again. I mean, it took 40 years to get this one. I'll tell you what, the thing when I was watching that game the other day, though, like Josh Giddy is flying. Mm. Uh, and Josh Green as well at the Mavericks is getting some more minutes lately, and he's been flying as well. I mean, yeah, 28 like the we, other day. I feel yeah. like we just sort of take it for granted when you think back in the days when, you know, Andrew Gaze was going over there and playing a handful of games. And here we've got Aussies now just, you know, absolutely in, making a full-blown impact in the NBA. Daily, it feels like. At 100%. And, you, you know, you look at like a Landale. He came out of nowhere and playing okay with Phoenix. I mean, minutes will go down now with trades. But, I mean, what Josh Green has been done, he is the perfect NBA guy. He's a guy that sat on the bench, has watched his players around him do what they've got to do. He's long. He's athletic. He runs like a gazelle. He is going to be awesome. And I'm really looking forward to seeing him in 2024 Olympics, by the way, because his defense with Seibel will be unbelievable. So I'm loving what Josh Green's doing. But Josh Giddy, another level. Mate, that guy's going to be due, I think, for an upgrade on his uh, on his next contract. I think he signs it next year. If I'm not mistaken. Look for a two to start in front of that one. Two hundred million, mate. That guy is going to do what they want with him. He is unbelievable. What about the NBL, mate? Um, Perth just snuck into the finals and they beat South East Melbourne. Oh, um, what a game! Mm, oh. Bryce Cotton again, standout. Oh, mate, Bryce Cotton. I can't remember the stats against Sydney the other night, but it was like he couldn't. He could not have hit water if he fell out of a boat the other day. He was shocking, but. 
as a champion as he is, came against Phoenix. Uh, yeah, came against Phoenix last night. Not the Suns, although they would have preferred it was. Phoenix gave up 41 points in the fourth quarter. That's what Perth scored to win the game, and Bryce was unbelievable. 26 points, and that Bryce, you know, just ridiculous cotton o'clock they call it. It was Bryce Cotton time, and he was fantastic. And now they advance and they will go into another playing series and they will play, obviously, the loser of uh, the last night's game in Cairns and Tasmania in Cairns, and Cairns was the loser. So they've got to go up to Cairns now and try and get that win. And I'm just seeing there's a market with Tab. Cairns $1.85, Perth $1.95. So very, mm. very tight market. The winner plays the Kings and uh, Tassie plays New Zealand, right, in the best of three. Unbelievable. Great series. And look, I've got to say, I'd love to be Perth. I'd love it to be Perth. That Kings-Perth series. I don't know if there's a bigger contest now, right now. The the pure hate that they have for each other is outstanding. It dates back to a few years ago, of course, when Perth won the title, when they couldn't finish it because of COVID and all that stuff. So, oh, this is going to be brilliant if it sets up. And Cairns, don't forget, they've got no Keanu Pinder now. So he's injured. Now, I don't think he'll be back for the next game. They said he won't be. And if anything, hopefully the grand final series. So that's going to be a real tough win. And Perth coming in, very comfortable. Love the playoffs. Bring it on. Good on you, Brad. Go those Kings. Adam Pengilly is coming up shortly. And uh, get his best bets for tomorrow. Well, Loz, tell us your multi, though. Uh, we're going we going? To, we're going to Melbourne, mate. First up, uh, race four, number one. Charmstone to run top two. Good filly. And then we're going Ramwick, race 10, number four. Waterford to win. And if you'd like to be a part of that BSB multi, that's paying $6 this morning. Six bucks, tab app, tab website. Just click on sport and go down to today's offers. And there you'll find the big sports breakfast best. For Loz's multi, $6. Two good horses he's got there this morning. Adam Pengilly, good morning. Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. Uh, How's the day been so far? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, certainly talking a lot of cricket, but we got some footy this weekend, and I saw that Cody Walker was confirmed as captain of the Indigenous side as we got the All-Stars game this weekend across the ditch. Yeah, very much looking forward to this game, Jared. I know there's been a lot of withdrawals and probably a little bit of a, I don't know what the right word is, but it's sort of tempered the build-up a little bit. And Lewis will probably speak to, to this a little bit better than me, but I find it hard this game really struggles after a World Cup year. Um, just with the player withdrawals, these guys just simply aren't ready to play a game of football if they're playing a World Cup to the end of November, start of December. So that can always be an issue, but it's such an important week off the field more than anything. And Lewis knows that better than anyone else. Just the cultural significance around what the Maori and Indigenous guys do is, is, is quite extraordinary, really. So good to see a few of these guys get a hit out tomorrow in New Zealand. Keen to see what Cody Walker on the trail and Jack White can do and then see a few of the Maori boys as well. So, yeah, very much looking forward to this game. And um, let's get it on, eh? Footy's back. What did you take out of the Warriors-Tigers trial last night? Yeah, I caught a little bit and piece of it, Loz. I must admit, I didn't sit there and watch the, the whole game in its entirety. But um, I wouldn't be too disheartened if you're a Tigers fan. You're playing a lot of young kids there yesterday and... You got heard you guys mention a little bit earlier this morning. Well, guess what happened in the first trial game last year? Parramatta absolutely powered up the Panthers. How much did it account for on Grand Final Day? Absolutely nothing. So yeah. I wouldn't be too worried about that. I thought there were some really good signs from the Warriors. Luke Metcalf was. Where does he fit into the equation for the Warriors this year? Because I thought he was fantastic in little bits and pieces that I saw. So he's going to be a really important signing for them coming across from the Canola Sharks. I just wonder if he had the starting spot in that 13 straight away or they try and ease, ease him into the action from the bench somewhere, but he's, he's just got that, mm. that attribute you can't coach with his speed. No, that's exactly right. I think he's a really good player. 
safety. I, I, was, I said this morning I think he'll be in his 17, but then I thought about it. They've brought Dylan Walker, and I read somewhere that Andrew Webster said that he's going to be the 14. Mm. So if mm. you've got him as the 14, uh, Luke Medcalf, it sounds like he'll either be in or out of, of mm. the team. And I thought T- Tamare Martin was very good last night. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, Where does he then, play long-term? Harms or fullback? Well... I, I don't know. Well, they've got Chance. Yeah, well, Chance will be fullback. That's what mm. they've signed him. So, mm. I, I, unless they move Chance to the centres, mm. which they did for New Zealand in the World Cup. Um, so, they've got some flexibility there, which I don't mind. Mm. But I reckon in key positions, you don't want to have too much flexibility because you don't want to be swapping your halves and fullback around every second week. Yeah. I think it's just going to be good to see the Warriors play back in New Zealand on a regular basis. I don't think we can under- underestimate how much of a, a difference they're going to make to them this year. Oh, they'll win games at home. They have to. They showed us what they were able to do at the back end of last season. They'll be more mm. than competitive. I, I, I don't think they'll play finals football, the Warriors, no. but I think they'll be winning more games. Um, we, uh, in fact, we, we were, we've been doing previews um, you know, all you know, the last couple of weeks, and we spoke about the Dragons this morning. Yeah, I, I, think, I heard I think the that. Dragons are only one of the sides that I'm thinking might go backwards because I think all the others are capable of improving. Now, I, I, yeah, I, I know we're not here to talk about the Dragons, but I don't know. I, I'm worried about them. That really brought a spark to my morning listening to your preview of the Dragons. <laughs> well, I hope I'm wrong too, by the way. Up and about. Yeah, I hope you are too. I'm hoping. Um, as far as the rest of the weekend in the footy is concerned, is there a player, a game, a coach you're looking forward to seeing um, how it all unfolds? Yeah, the team I'm really keen to see how they play this weekend is the Roosters. Um, because Robbo is named probably a, a lot stronger team than a lot of people thought he would have named for his first trial. And I go back to last year, Lars, and remember on the eve of the finals, they were the informed team. What, they went seven or eight games in a row leading into the finals. Everyone thought, oh, geez, they're, they're coming the Roosters. Here they go, they're going to make a charge from the bottom part of the top eight. But... The reality is they started the season so poorly by their standards the first half of the year. They just had too much to do. So I think the Roosters have put a lot of effort and energy into trying to start the year quick this year. And you can see that with the team that he's named for the trial this, this week. So they're probably the team I'm most keen to see how they how they fight this weekend um, and, and see what's going to happen. So they need to start the year quickly. So, yeah, they're probably the one, Jerry. If you're asking a team on the spot, I'm keen to see what the Roosters can do this weekend. What about at Randwick tomorrow, mate? Who do you like? I'm on the train, Loz. Race 10, number four, Waterford, the yes. best on the program for me in the last. There you go, Laws. Finds a really suitable race first up. I think he's probably going to be better than a lot of these horses. I know he's only had the one trial so far, but he'll need a little bit of luck edging off that uh, off the rail from that inside draw for, for J-Mac, but I think he's got a bit on me. So race 10, number four, Waterford's the best on the program. I'm all aboard the Chris Waller train as well because I... I think this filly's got something with Zargo in the English Millennium. I know learning to fly is going to be extremely hard to beat, but she's drawn a bit of a tricky, tricky game. And I love Zargo's first up win. So at the odds, I'm happy to spec her each way. So that's race 10 number four, Waterford in the last. And I like Lazargo in the English Millennium, boys. Someone's been texting in for the last couple of weeks about Lazargo. Mm. They're leaving no name. They've been saying, fellas, get on this Lazargo. I reckon she's a smoky to feature prominently in the Golden Slipper Loss. I think she. I think I checked last night. Was she twenty one or twenty six dollars, Jared? Yeah. Something like that for the slipper at this stage. Uh, yep. I remember twenty six. I think, but I'll. I'll yeah, have a look. yeah, yeah. She's still got to prove it to, to sort of match it with the likes of you know your Kings Gambits and your Learning to Flies and Don Corleones. But 
I reckon she can lay down a marker there tomorrow. So, yep, she might be an each way play in English Millennium. Okay, $9.50 tomorrow, two ninety the place, and is $21 in the slipper market, yep. Lazago. Have a great weekend, Adam. Okay, boys, see ya.